Hello, and welcome to Full Circle, a healthcare podcast by Aventus Whole Health. I'm your host, Kim Howell. In this week's episode, our Director of Value-Based Care, Nurse Practitioner Kathy Parker, shares with us about value-based care. Listen in as we discuss what the value-based care model is, how Aventus Whole Health is involved, and the model's importance for the future of healthcare. Thanks so much for joining us today, Kathy. We are so delighted to have the Director of Value-Based Care at Aventus here to talk about what value-based care is and how it impacts our work here at Aventus. So, Kathy, could you define value-based care for us? Sure. Thanks so much, Kim, for having me. I'm excited to be part of this podcast. So I am the Director of Value-Based Care here at Aventus and also a nurse practitioner. And I've been in long-term care for about 23 years now. You know, traditionally what we do in long-term care and assisted living is a fee-for-service model. So, you know, basically what that means is we go see a patient and then we bill the insurance, we get paid from the insurance and, you know, we go about our way and we look at medical necessity, follow-up visits, et cetera, and that's how providers get paid. There are new models of healthcare now that have evolved because Medicare and managed care Medicare plans are wanting us to prove outcomes. And they also know that healthcare, especially in America, is extremely expensive. There's a lot of redundancy in what we do, a lot of duplication of services. And when care isn't coordinated from one specialist and primary care, as you know, things like labs can get duplicated and no one really talks to each other. Healthcare is now moving to a more value-based care model. This means is has a a much more focus on coordination of care, less duplication of services, wise spending of Medicare dollars. Also, it's a way to prove our outcomes. And so the good news is, too, that there is incentive for a facility and long-term care now or the provider. There could be some shared savings. So basically, if we do a good job, prove that we have good outcomes and providing quality care and we manage our expenses, then there is a way that the insurance company can actually give us a portion of that savings back. And it's also an opportunity for payers or insurance companies to recognize providers when successful. So if we are wildly successful, some insurance companies may ask for their patients to go to buildings that we service because they know we have good outcomes. So that's really, you know, we're moving in that value-based care model. And by 2030, I think it's really important to note that 100% of Medicare beneficiaries will be aligned to a risk pool in value-based care. So Aventus is really ahead of the game with this. This is our third year in participating in long-term care ACO, and then our first year with ACO REACH. I love that you mentioned outcomes because you know that's what our name means. Aventus means outcomes. And so aligning ourselves with a model of healthcare that really fits our values is really important and also that is beneficial to the future of healthcare. So you mentioned ACO REACH and LTC ACO, but What is an ACO and how does that support us in a value-based care model? So the ACO definition by CMS is basically ACOs are groups of doctors, hospitals, and other healthcare providers who come together voluntarily to give coordinated high-quality care to their Medicare patients. So again, we have that special focus on quality care, less duplication of services, and wise spending of Medicare dollars. And there are different types of ACOs relevant to our 
setting and assisted living and long-term care. The three main ones are ISNPs, which stand for Institutional Special Needs Plans. It's for long-term care patients, and either the provider group or the facility itself creates this ISNP. The downside is that it's very labor-intensive and costly to start up. You have to sign up members, and then there is shared savings for the entity that starts the, the program. So that's one of them. There's a second type of ACO called an MSSP or a Medicare Shared Savings Program. This began actually in 2012. The attribution or the patients in the ACO is done by claims-based or voluntary alignment. So that means the patients could sign up and align themselves with an ACO provider like an Aventus provider, or it can be done by claims-based, which means Aventus is already part of an MSSP called LTCACO. This is our third year with them. And so the patients we saw last year that have Medicare Part B, because we're already in the ACO and have signed a contract with LTCACO because we saw them and have claims on those residents billed through insurance, they are automatically an ACO patient. So they don't have to sign up, but they could choose to sign up and voluntary align with us in case they change location. So if they move to another building, they can still stay aligned with us. But most of the time it's that claims based. We have joined with LTCACO as our partner. This is year three, and there is potential shared savings for the facility and also for Aventus. And so how it works is that Medicare sets a benchmark of how much they think that cost per member will be in the long-term care setting. And then if we come in under that cost at the end of the year, there could be a percentage of shared savings to us and the facility. And then the last one is ACO REACH, which this also has voluntary alignment or claims-based alignment. So that's how you get in the program. But this is the newest one and the most question marks. And the rules seem to change with each presidential administration. So it's been called different things, but right now under the Biden administration, it's called ACO REACH. The thing that differentiates ACO REACH is the benchmark of what we're trying to get our spend under is based on HCC coding. So basically those are the diagnosis codes that are assigned to a resident. And that basically tells the insurance company risk score of how sick they are. So the more specific we are appropriately coding these residents, like if someone has diabetes without complications versus someone with diabetes with neuropathy or circulatory complications, the more specific we are in showing that someone has complications with a chronic disease helps determine and elevate that risk factor, basically saying to the insurance company, hey, this person has higher risk because of these chronic conditions and complications due to that. So it's going to take a little more money to manage these people appropriately. So that's how our benchmark is set with ACO REACH. And this can be in the assisted living setting and the nursing home setting. So with Aventus, this is our first year with ACO REACH and we are in ACO REACH in the assisted living setting. I'm so glad that you mentioned about those risk scores. I think sometimes those are a little bit harder for folks to understand, especially if they're new to value-based care, really connecting you know, HCC coding with that risk assessment. Uh, we here at Aventus had a large push to move towards HCC coding at the end of 2022. And so I think connecting those dots for providers is really important and continuing to reinstill that as well. So we're in LTC ACO. We've just joined ACO Reach, but as far as value-based care, how are we doing? Can we make an assessment as to how we're doing in those programs? 
Absolutely. So, so far we have been demonstrated great success in Indiana with our LTCACO results. In year one, we actually were 8% below benchmark. In year two, last year, we were 20% below benchmark. And I really do attribute that to some experience having year one under our belt. But then also in Indiana, we really started adopting really widespread the Aventus chronic care models. By that, I mean, you know, we're seeing these folks regularly. We're focusing on an annual wellness visit. We're doing an advanced care planning update each year. And then we're seeing these people chronically trying to manage these folks' high-risk conditions and keep them out of the ER. And by doing that and converting the chronic model into our buildings, we were able to drop our the benchmark from 8 to 20%. We had some preliminary data for 2023, and we were close to 30% below benchmark in quarter one in Indiana, and we were about 5% below benchmark in North Carolina. So we have demonstrated success. Last year, we were one of the top three provider groups in the nation with LTCACO. So I really think it is a good testament to how our model works, and certainly our integrated model works because it's ideal for this coordination of care. We have different disciplines talking to each other, investing in the best coordinated quality care for our residents and also minimizes that duplication of services. So, you know, what we find is the buildings where we do have mental health and primary care, our outcomes are better. You know, I'm very excited. I don't have any data regarding ACO reach yet since it's early, but I am very excited about this program and, and we have implemented care coordinators for our residents in this program, we're rolling that out right now where the care coordinators will really bridge the gap between the facility, the POA, and the resident and our Aventus provider. So there'll be a lot of opportunity to get input from POAs and the building and give that information back to the provider. And there'll be a huge push of following up with these residents timely after an ER or hospitalization visit, because as you know, medication reconciliation can be off. In that 30-day window, they're at their highest risk to go back to the hospital. Really working hard on that coordinated care, I think will be successful. I'm very excited about it. Our listeners are very familiar with our integrated care model, and it's something that we are very proud of here at Aventus. And it's amazing to hear that we're adding one more element to help support that model and to make sure it's as strong as it can be to support future models of healthcare. Kathy, thank you again so much for explaining value-based care and really giving us a behind-the-curtain look at how Aventus is involved and just some general information for those listeners who aren't currently employed at Aventus. If you do have any further questions, you can always reach out to Kathy. Again, thanks for being on Full Circle. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another episode of Full Circle. Next week's episode will be May's edition of Around the Table, where our clinical leaders discuss a case study provided by you, our clinicians.